Bam, we're live. Let's see if everything's working today. Hi, guys. Yo, Stephen Flores, Philip Kelly. I used to use a whoop. Not anymore. Uh, good morning, Seema. Seema, did I see you um, missing for a while? Bruce Wayne, dude, thank you for all the thumbnails. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Don't forget we need one for yesterday's show. Uh, I listen every day, never catch the live. Love the comment section. You guys are hilarious. Whitney Davis. How come you don't ever catch live? Are you just catching this one because we're starting so early? It is early. It's 6 a.m. I am not sure uh, what is going to happen to Souza or uh, Mr. Hunter McIntyre today because um, it's so early. I'm starting the shows early because, as you can see, I'm not in my home studio, and I am in a room in a house in Truckee, California, up here with the family and friends. Uh, there's a skate park here called Woodward and a ski resort called uh, Boreal. You know what I'm learning is how few people really give a shit. Like, you know when you buy a cup of coffee from someone and they'll be like, Oh, by the way, there's half and half over there, and there's lids over there, and there's sugar over here, and then there's if, if if your cup's too hot, I can double your cup for you. Have a good day. And you're like, well, shit, you get you get a dollar for this two dollar fifty cent coffee or four dollar coffee. I'm going to give you a dollar. And then there's just the other people who just don't give a shit. This is like a world class skate park that has. There was probably like 10, 10 kids that worked there between the age of twenty and twenty five. And it, and it's just amazing how few of them actually give a shit. Like less than less than half. Like just zero fucks given. And I, I guess that's okay. They still get their paycheck. But um, man, when you have one one of the, I, mean, I think most of you guys know this, but the thing about life is is it never changes from high school. It's always a popularity contest. It's always it always comes down to who you know. Dennis, good morning. Judy, good morning. Brandon Waddell, good morning. Jamie Latimer, good morning. Travis Bellinghausen. Good morning. Mark Moss, good morning. It all comes down to who you know. Everything in life comes down to who you know. Excuse me. And how you treat them. At the end of the day. It's, it's, 90, it's 99.99999%. And a big face, big nose. Ah, my face is small. No, face is small, nose is average. Makes the nose look big. But I appreciate it. Appreciate the acknowledgement of my existence in any way or form. And so you have people coming into town, especially at a fantastic place like uh, Woodward, and, and, you, and you never know what's going to happen. If you're a 20-year-old kid who works there, you should be exceedingly kind and polite and bring your A-game to everyone. Because there's people who come there from all over the world to enjoy the facility, and you never know who you're going to meet and what opportunities it's going to present. And the bar is set so low. I did make the bed again. Thank you. I don't make it at home. My wife makes it at home. But I'm making it here. I kind of make it. It's just a sheet and a, and, a, and a comforter. You never, ever, ever know who you're going to meet. And you shouldn't do anything half-ass anyway. You will always feel better when you're nicer to people and you give them your uh, 100% of your A game. I found uh, there's some really interesting shit going on always on Instagram. I want to show you guys this here real quick. Uh, you got, oh, wait, wrong section here, Sh share. Things will be a little slower than normal. 
because I'm, I'm lacking several screens. Look at this. This is from the uh, Pfizer Instagram account. First of all, they've turned off their comments, and I'll explain to you why here very soon. Yeah, people think, uh, thank you, Jay. Uh, people will walk up to me and, and tell me that it's obvious I dye my hair and my mustache because of the discrepancy in my hair colors, but I, I don't do it either. Uh, okay, so uh, right here, this is the Pfizer uh, Instagram account. It's quite, it's, it's, it's crazy hilarious. Look at this. Give your child an active role in their health. Oh, I, went, I haven't even clicked this one. Let's click this one and see what it says. Uh, ask, ask care providers to explain in simple language, encourage questions and curiosity about their care. Care providers. How about ask your CrossFit coach? It's just idiot shit. But look at this. This is what caught my eye. Mirna, the mRNA. This is the this is the games. This is the CrossFit game. Same uh, same marketing team. Mirna, the mRNA. Look at they have little characters like the CrossFit games. Little little care. Look at hi. I'm Mirna. I'm a messenger. A ribonucleic acid molecule. I can't even believe it. I'm willing to bet that. Uh, the the woke or the woke 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 wokeocracy, the wokeists who uh, run uh, CrossFit Games, the ones who uh, <laughs> have forgotten that the protocol that they have um, in CrossFit is a cure for the world's most vexing problem. The irony of it, right? I'm guessing that they got their idea for their characters from the Pfizer uh, Instagram account. I'm I'm willing to bet that. I know it sounds crazy. You have to understand how much crazy, uh, ridiculous shit they do over there. Oh, by the way, they finally made a good piece of media. I don't know if you've seen this video with Adrian Bosman, but they didn't make it. Street Parking made it. But this is actually a fantastic piece of content over here. This Adrian Bosman video, if you guys haven't seen it, this thing is funny. Sean Sullivan, hi. Good morning. Herbert Fillers. Uh, Joe, Yeah, Joe the Camel. Exactly. Joe the Camel, to me, uh, have to market to the demographic they're going after. But, you know, uh, Herbert, they should have made it like Carl the Camel. You know, I think that the first name and the last name have to be the same. I think that's part of the protocol. But CrossFit actually did that shit. Look at this. Comeback Cameron. I wonder I wonder if he's triple boosted. You think Hunter's going to come on? Oh, look. Oh, look at Badass Betty, very creative, very creative. Anxious Allie, oi, oi. Uh, which brings us to um, this. I probably wouldn't have talked about any of this if uh, if Hunter was on. So at least this gives us a second. If you do not follow this account, you have to follow this account, Project Veritas with James O'Keefe. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Uh, Jack, you know what is happening, though? I talked to some people in the military. They're no longer kicking people out of the military for being unvaccinated. This was a while ago, but just found out. There is some shenanigans they're playing. Uh, there are there are rules that are that they're sharing with the public, and then there are different rules uh, inside. So we shall see uh, exactly how this um, plays out. 
Oh, you don't even know. CrossFit is a sport of diversity, equity, and inclusion. You don't even know. You don't even know. Uh, many, many, uh, when, when there was the uh, regime change, many, 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 many unqualified people were put into very high-level positions all over CrossFitting. And they're still there based on the uh, the genitalia in their pants, the color of their skin, and uh, and whose genitalia they want to touch with their hands. I, 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 I'm... Uh, and, and and who and who that they've uh, been intimate with it is a it is um i would love to i would love to share it with you but i'm i'm being nice i didn't appreciate it when i worked over there and there were people who were throwing stones at the ship that i was on so i've tried to walk a fine line of telling you guys the truth of what's going on over there and not trying to send over any massive torpedoes but there, there are some, yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I guess you're right. Fair enough. Yeah, you whiny little bitch. That's Sevon. It's fair enough. No, I'm not going across the gym. You know what I did yesterday? I did uh, with my wife and uh, Greg's wife. We did uh, five minutes of lunges and five minutes of uh, max, max lunges and five minutes and max uh, air squats. I thought I was going to wake up broken this morning, but I'm actually okay. Okay, here we go. This is this is just unreal. I hope you guys can hear this. Uh, this is just crazy. And this is why I, I must. I have to assume this is why Pfizer turned off its comments on its Instagram account. This is Jordan Tristan Walker. He's the Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planning. They're exploring mutating the virus themselves so that they can get ahead and make vaccines for it. Oh, really? There is no sound? Okay, stand by. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You don't need sound. I'm just going to tell you what he's saying. No, I'm just joking. Hold on. Let me let me redo this. I'm outside of my skill set. Here we go. Project Veritas. Okay, here we go. Let's try again. Here we go. Ultimately, is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this. You have public don't tell anyone. You have public don't tell anyone. Like, no, you know how the virus keeps mutating. So he already said. He said that the the questionnaire guy goes. So you guys are thinking about mutating the virus, and he goes, "Well, we don't say that to the public." Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves? Why don't we mutate it ourselves? So we can both uh, create new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, goes everywhere. Something crazy. It's the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like, it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, Yeah, I know. Uh, he also acknowledged there that it makes no sense that viruses just pop out of nowhere. 
Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like this. It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. So directed evolution is very different. Oh, he's calling it directed evolution instead of gain of function. I see some of you guys are talking about Coca-Cola over there. Uh, I don't know if you saw what just happened uh, over at Coca-Cola. I'm going to try to get the guy on the podcast. But there was a guy over there that worked on their marketing team, and that was the playbook in Coca-Cola. That every single person who stood up against Coke was uh, to be called a racist. And and they did – I can't wait to if I can get this guy in the podcast. It's going to be amazing. That was Coca-Cola's playbook. It, it, the story broke a couple weeks ago. Well, you're not supposed to do game function research of the viruses. Like, yeah. They're not. But you do like these like... Coke was canceling people, calling them racist if you, if you said anything bad about sugar or Coke. Sounds familiar, right? Yeah. Oh, here we go. No. Okay, here we go. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. For all government officials, it's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being regulated, they want to go work for the company, then I got to be as hard for the company. You know, yeah. Regulators who work for the company, it's good for them, but bad for the rest of America. Oh, my goodness. Hey, the thing is, this isn't an isolated incident. It's not like something we didn't know. There's there's so much content out there like this. It's a never-ending stream. Uh, it, it, it feels like it doesn't even matter. It feels like no one cares. That account only that account has a million followers while The Rock has 240 million. You know? Um, it, it's... It's never ending. So, I don't know. But I love it when I see stuff like this. I'm crazy, crazy impressed by Project Veritas. That guy is a beast. It's a never-ending flow. No, I, I, I wish it was. Yeah, I know that's how I feel too, right? God bless Project Veritas. Like when people are like, that, that guy's a national treasure, you know, usually it's like, like no, he's not. But that guy is a national tre- treasure. That's real journalism. Yeah, it's 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 so good. Hey, and 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 the fact that Pfizer is reacting and they turned off their the comments on their uh, Instagram account. I don't even think that's their big story. I think they have another big story that's going to break any day now. Also, that they're like saying is going to like be their biggest one yet. So, um, uh, skate park is is uh. The most special thing about the skate park here in Truckee is that it's empty. There's no one there. It's a, I don't know how big the place is. I'd say a hundred thousand square feet. It's a trampoline park, but not like your traditional champ trampoline park. Like one of those cool commercial ones. This one's like specific for like, looks like Cirque du Soleil stuff. And they have stuff there that like, um, 
you know those guys you see i don't know where, where you see them but on the internet or on instagram and they're jumping on the trampolines and then they walk up the wall to a ledge it's like stuff like that and then they have um six six or seven ramps called mega ramps of different heights and you go down those at different speeds and then you launch into a foam pit and uh you i, I don't know what the rules are but I've seen people slide down on their butt. I've seen bicycles, scooters, uh, skateboards. And then there's a bowl there. Um, then there's a bowl there that's just a, uh, you know, just like a regular skate park, like a really nice skate park. And then upstairs, there's a bar, not a good bar. It doesn't have like, um, it's just it's like beer. I don't even drink beer. And uh, and that's it. It's, it's, it's missing so many things. Like It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I, I don't want to. I'm still, the verdict's still out. It's cool. I'm glad we're here. I won't be like eager to come back to this uh, specific place. Um, the 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 people there, I'd give it. Who worked there, I'd give a C. It's just no no white claw either. I didn't see any white claw. I looked. Uh, and but the the but at Boreal, the ski resort where it's there, we had a the kids took a ski lesson. They learned how to ski. The both those ski instructors there were really cool. Uh, we we screwed it up. We signed up on the wrong date, so we got there yesterday. And the guys like, hey, your lesson's not for two days, but they accommodated uh, accommodated us anyway. They had the guy who was like the management guy, you know, come out of his office and suit up and teach my kids, and he was cool as shit. And my kids learned how to ski. I like right before my eyes in one hour. Started them like with no lift and the carpet and then took them up on the big lift and I watched them ski down. I, I do think I saved my kid's life though yesterday. He was bombing down one of the uh, bunny runs and it looked like he was going to launch into a tree and I grabbed his arm with my bad arm. I felt it get hurt again, but I grabbed him by his arm really quick and snagged him. Actually forced him to crash. All of our institutions are corrupt. Yeah, I'm okay with a little corruption, but uh you know, there, there's a there's a difference between um, I don't know I don't know what the metaphor is here. There's 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 a difference between um, you know you're staying in a hotel room and you look out your window and you see someone changing in the building next to you. Like like one time I stayed in this hotel room in Seattle at the uh, Four Seasons, and in the hotel across from me or apartment buildings behind me, there was this guy. He looked like he was maybe sixty. And he was undressing like this 30 year old woman right in front of the window. And then they had sex on the bed and I could just see it. And like, I didn't close my blinds. I just pulled up a chair and watched, you know, and, uh, that's different than, um, go going over there and looking through a door in the crack. And then, and then, and then that's also different from like going to paying two people to have sex. And then that's different from, uh, raping someone like there's levels, you know, uh, there's levels to the um, there's there's levels to it. You, you, it, it. There's a difference between you're walking in the the parking lot of the ski resort and you find a glove on the ground and you pick it up and maybe you set it on the hood of a car that you walk by and or it's, maybe it's a pair of gloves and then you come back you know at the end of the day twelve hours later and the gloves are still there and then you take them versus the first time you see the gloves you just take them for yourself like there's just levels to it. I, I I had this friend. I think I told this story. Really, really disappointed me. I had this friend. I, we, we were somewhere together. I can't remember a skate park or something. And there were too many micro scooters there at the skate park that someone had left. Those things are like 150 bucks each. And 
we saw them. And then the next day I came back and, with my friend and I'm like, oh, someone must have uh, come back and got those scooters. And he's like, no, no, I came back here last night and got them. Like, what do you mean you came back here last night and got them? Like, just leave those out until the person comes back. That's it. Just leave, just, just leave them there. Uh, do you smoke a cigarette when they're done? No, I, I didn't. I always, uh, Brandon Waddell, I always leave the hotel blinds open. Oh, just so people like, it's that, that's like your way of like, ex, ex, uh, experimenting with being a voyeur. No, not a voyeur, exhibitionist. I'm okay with it. I don't do it, but it's cool. It's exciting for everyone else who, who might sneak a peek. My, um, my, when I, when my wife and I didn't live together many, many years ago, she had this apartment and the neighbors were always getting at it. Just crazy sounds. And at first I thought it was cool, but it got old so quick. Got old so quick. Uh, live 20 minutes ago. Damn, two times speed to catch up. That's good. That's fine. Oh, look, we got a new guy in the comments. I've never seen this guy. Brandon Lecoq. Brandon Lecoq. Am I pronouncing that right? Lecoq? Try having roommates. Yeah, I had roommates and all that shit. I had housemates. Uh, I do want to do a public service announcement for you guys. Very important that you guys uh, uh, recognize this. Uh, here we go. Let me see. Share screen. I wish you guys could see what I'm working with. What a mess. Okay. Uh, brace yourself. Here we go. See if I get the volume here. Stroke season is coming. You better get your shot. This is this link between influenza, infection, and stroke? Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after flu season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season. And like you said, most of Canada is uh, getting down off of a, of a big uh, hump of of flu so now we're starting to see more strokes and a friend of uh, one of my colleagues actually mentioned that are you guys hearing this after flu season in canada comes stroke season this is real i mean not the not the story the idiots who believe this they allow people to come on tv and say this here we go and i worked the other day said have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing it's a lot more than usual it feels like so anecdotally we're starting to see that the good news is Anecdotally, we're starting to see more strokes. I never knew until one of my colleagues told me that after flu season is stroke season. Oh my goodness! That uh, getting your have you ever listen? I've been everywhere, Brian. Everywhere, I'm the most traveled and seasoned, and socially astute, and uh, ethnically, racially uh, aware, experienced person on the planet today. Thank you very much. I have a nose hair. I can feel it. I've been everywhere. The most socially conscious person that's ever walked the planet. That's it. End of story. Okay, here we go. Back to stroke season. Having your flu shot reduces your risk of stroke, according to a study from the University of Calgary right here back in November. Tell us more about this. So what is this link between influenza? Unbelievable, dude. That's the news in Canada. It's stroke season. Uh, Seema, I did. So I failed uh, yesterday. I was, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not eat tomorrow and, um, see what it does to my mucus. And, uh, at, 
I don't know what time it was, but so in the morning we go skiing. That's why I'm starting the show so early. And when I say we go skiing, like I just stand there, although I might go skiing today and my kids ski. Uh, so then after skiing, we went to a hamburger place. Um, and, uh, I, I broke and I ate at, I ate a double cheeseburger and within 10 minutes, all my boogers came back. So Anyway, everyone be careful. Uh, stroke season, especially if you live in Canada, comes directly after. I wish Susan could have seen that. Crazy, dude. Hey, there's people who believe that. Oh, man, it's too bad Hunter's not here. I found a new sport for Hunter. Oh, you guys are going to like this. I wonder if I'm going to get in trouble for showing this. Uh, Stefan, I just met a new girl. I am hoping stroke season is coming. Fair enough. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, Stefan, uh, you just bring a light and plastic sled. <laughs> you make me, you make me sound like I'm retarded. Like I should be drooling also. It's the dairy. I don't know. I don't know. I get boogers if I eat anything. When I open mouth, kiss my wife, I get boogers. I just, uh, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Does Hallmark have happy stroke season cards? Great question. So Kenneth, um, if you, and it's not cheap here either. So it's $54 to use the skate park and the trampoline park, and you only get to use them for two hours. So you got to use them like one hour each. They're not enforcing any of that right now because there's so few people there and they're just letting it just roll. Is Mr. High Rock, Highcock showing up or is he a no-show? Who knows? Fuck that dude. Mr. McIntyre, holier than thou. I hope he shows. <clears throat> no one wants to come on at 6 a.m. This is this is this is why this is why the show is gonna succeed and I'm gonna be patting myself on the back the whole way. Not is going to succeed. It has succeeded, by the way. Um and I and because of us. But um, because I do this. Oh, Seven, why don't you just take a break? Why don't you go fuck yourself? Why don't you go take a break? You know how good I feel after the show? Uh, Paper Street Coffee, Gabe speaks up. Finally, a voice of reason. This is the best time. Mr. David, you're not late. I am early, and I apologize. We will get back on track soon to our regular 7 a.m. shows. Until then, uh, I think we're gonna. I, I think this is gonna get us in trouble. But sometimes we just have to do what we have to do. So this slap league thing is underway. I I I don't know how I feel about this thing. Uh, let me see what the this thing is just nuts. If you guys haven't seen this, brace yourself. This is crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before. Uh, Chris Birchfield, did you see the article about Dr. Fatima uh, Stanford? She is one of Biden's new health czars. She believes obesity cannot be cured with a healthy diet and exercise because she believes it's genetic. So I, I know you guys know this already. Uh, 
but it's a, just another. It's more just word fuckery. It's the same thing with gender and sex, and it's all the things that they are going to change the meaning of obese. You are now not going to be obese, but you have obesity. Watch this trick they're about to pull. We're going to see it happen in real time. You're going to get to see, it's going to be like, you know, you have type 2 diabetes, you have cancer, you have a giant nose, you have a huge cock. It's now going to be, you have obesity. Watch this trick. And words don't matter, Sevi. It's not like that. No, it, 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 with no poetic license and no hyperbole, there's only magic going on here. The, the lowest forms of us, humans, which is 99% of us, uh, we just we're just tricked by words. We don't even know it. I even tell people and they still don't know it. I don't know if the UFC bought it, but I know Dan, Dan, well, you, well, Dana somehow, I think, I don't know if they bought it or they made it, but, but it's great. But it's, it's, this shit is crazy. Brace yourself. Here we go. There's audio. I can't hear audio. Can you? Oh yeah, there's audio. Fair. So someone, someone, some judge said fair. So the chick got slapped, and then someone said fair, meaning I guess that there's some sort of rules on like which part of your hand has to hit the face or something. Yeah, I, I, right. Is it dumb? Okay, I'm willing to be told what I'm seeing here. I'm. This is. Uh, I'm. I'm open. This, this is one of those things where I need help. Good chin, though. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, oh, she's got a great chin. I don't think Dana likes women's cities. Oh, isn't it ironic? Wow, I never even thought of it. Dana's sitting there watching women slap each other. <laughs> I like Dana. I can't pick on Dana, but it's weird. But it's it, there is some comedy there for sure. Here we go. Okay. Oh, one of the rules is you can't flinch. So you're not allowed to flinch. With your right hand. Okay, and your feet squared, please. Two, right hand. Okay, just so you know, uh, the judge said two, right hand. So that's another rule of this uh, thing. Ahead of time, you have to tell the judge how many pumps you're going to make towards the face. So you, that way you don't surprise them. So if let's say you have like, you know how she pulled back once and then slapped on the second hit? Like you could say five, I guess. I don't know what the max number of pumps is, but you could go one. So I think that's why he said two right hand. So it's like, hey, it's going to come on. You're going to get slapped on the second pump and it's going to be with the right hand. <laughs> And, and look, so she goes down. The judges kind of catch her. And then, and then, and then she does a somersault. And then the, the, the other lady's worried about her. The lady that hit her is worried about her. It, in the 2009 uh, CrossFit Games, they had to do this crazy run up in the hills. And w when they came back, people were passing out. And uh, one chick... You, there was this makeshift stadium that probably sat like a thousand people with bleachers and you had to run down that dirt hill in Aromas and you had to run through these two bleachers and one girl didn't make it through the opening, even though it was 10 feet wide. And she, and she ran underneath the bleachers and got just fucked up. And uh, we, you know, we saw Jason Kalipa pass out at that games on the run. 
But there was another girl. If you guys, I don't know if you guys remember her. Her name was Valerie Voberal, and she she was so jacked up. She did a somersault across the uh, finish line like that girl did. And then and then I I know maybe you've seen enough of slap fighting, but I have to show you this just because of the uh, because of the technique. Look at this guy on the right. There must be weight classes, right? I'm getting sort of the feeling that the, oh, and look at, he's holding, look at this thing he's holding. Oh, that must be part of the rules too. You have to keep your hands behind your back and hold this, hold this bar. So there's like one position. Okay. Anyway, you're going to trip. Look at this guy's technique uh, here on the right. Let me see, get some audio in here. Look at this, this technique is nuts. I was thinking this could be Hunter's new uh, gig. Hunter McIntyre could be doing. See that? He's incorporated the squat into his slap. It's next level, right? Not just a, not just a rotation. My goodness. My goodness. I don't know why they took the camera off that guy. But he's got to go back down to one knee. Take his mouthpiece out. My goodness. Crazy, right? Anyway, I was talking with Hunter yesterday. And we were, he was just telling me maybe exploring So, what some of his options were going forward. He still wants to do something competitively. And uh, um, uh, Austin Hartman, I know it's this is uh, going to sound not very CrossFitty, but does anyone else not love training at uh, unaffiliated gyms? Does not. Does anyone else not love? What What's the difference? I don't know if I've ever been to an unaffiliated gym. I like training at home. I like training at gyms too. Someone recently was telling me about their experience like at a Globo gym. And I used to love that too. I was never one of those people who hated going there. My nephew just came to town and he and he belongs to a, a Globo gym in town. And uh, they have a ice bath there and a sauna. And what else do they have? They have some other, and a, and a hot tub. They have all sorts of like cool shit there. Savon, uh, your home gym is unaffiliated. Oh, okay, good point. Okay, yeah. And I go to one every day. Yeah, what's the difference? I, I don't think that there is a difference, except that the you, except I do kind of question the people who have a gym that's unaffiliated. Like I, I kind of want to hear why they're unaffiliated because I mean clearly they're a CrossFit gym because. Um, have you just been ranting by yourself for thirty because minutes? Because of the methodology, Hunter. Hi, how did you get here? Have you been doing this by yourself for 30 minutes? I do it every morning. How does that work? Are you talking to somebody or is someone talking to you like God? God and uh, Philip Kelly. I go to Global Gym in the morning and CrossFit in my garage in the afternoon. That's insightful. How? Did I pronounce that right? That's a deep quote. 
I just did a little bit on you. What'd you do? I, sh I showed slap fighting, and I was like, um, I would maybe crush. You would do that? You would crush that? Yeah, I just don't want to pop my eardrum. That's the only thing. Oh. Oh, I think we might have an audio issue with you. No, I put my mic down there. A little crackly. Not bad. Not bad. This is good. This is quality, dude. Hey, don't you have a podcast studio? I mean, not a studio, but like something like I have like a place where you do all of your podcasts. You have a girl. You had a girl over last night, and that's why you're in the garage. She's still sleeping. Yeah, totally. Bunch of whores. Tell um, me what's going on. Why are you in the garage? There's some reason. No, this is the training house that I have down in San Diego. So like, this is not my normal home. Ah, and, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, most of my life is between the cabin in Malibu, and now we got this training house down here, which is rowdy as fuck. We call it Boys Town because yeah. it's just me living with a bunch of twenty-five-year-old boys. Yeah, and it's a blast. A uh, hunter was balls deep. Uh, That's a quote. Week. Yes. That's a quote. Yes. This is quality. Hey, what's going on, dude? Yo. Are you just the man in the background who's always watching, kind of like that kink husband? That's exactly. As soon as I think you're, you're right, YouTube is still playing. Savan, you're going to make me. Yeah. Corey. Oh, I like this. These are This is uh, Hunter with Balls Teep, uh, Pound Town. That's good. Uh, Travis is, this is your, already. Is this your uh, grown man fan base that doesn't have anything else to do? And they're like, yeah, the Spooge Master is here. Let's do this. Let's all talk about sex. <laughs> this is the first time they've had the opportunity in the past decade. Dude, it's just right here. That's the term. You're a cuck. Susan, you sit in the background and you watch other men sleep with your podcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Cut that part. Edit that part. Oh, my God. I just realized I had a dream last night that I said something on the podcast that I wanted to have edited out, but I but I realized that we were doing the podcast live, and I couldn't edit it out. Everyone already heard it. Wow. I've never had that dream before. In today's show? I don't remember. Oh, you had just, a dream. Just, I'm remembering my dream last night that I said something. I don't something think you on. could say anything that would get you canceled because everything you do say is pretty profoundly Cancelable? Crazy. Yeah, not, not not. It wasn't something that would get me counseled. It was something like I didn't want people to know, like that I had a small penis, or that like you know, like like that I'm really not Armenian and I'm Irish. Like it was just like something that would be a groundbreaking small I penis not, thing. But the, <laughs> Irish liar, yeah. that would be crushing. That'd be crushing, crushing, crushing. Okay, so, so t t we had a, we had a, a little talk yesterday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just want you to know this. When we when we had you and Gary and Hunter on, we got a lot of feedback saying that, okay, that was a good little stunt, but we really just want Hunter by himself. Don't uh, – you know, G Gary was – Gary ruined Hunter. It was like putting peanut butter on something that peanut butter shouldn't be on, you know? Gary was crazy, dude. Gary? <laughs> Gary's one of those kids that comes over to the house and the mom's like, hey, please, just don't let him have any sugar. And then he's like ah! – <laughs> He gets into the freezer and gets all the candy. He got to the Mountain Dews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> real question: Anyone have energy issues with sex since we uh, since we CrossFit? So since we so CrossFit wads. I will say that when I was in like peak peak shape for CrossFit, I wouldn't have sex with anybody. I was so dead. It was no so shit. stupid. The worst shape that I've ever been in my entire life is when I was doing really really like hardcore training for CrossFit. That was um, the worst shape you've been in your life. Worst shape. 
Explain that. Explain that to me. Well, I just think it like was very overtrained. I think just like the I was doing six days a week. I was talking to somebody about this when I was on a bike ride yesterday. I was doing six days a week of hard strength training. No, four days a week of hard strength training and six days a week of wads, and it just crushed me. Like your your body's not supposed to take on that much volume, and and just like your body can only take so much weight in a week. So if you think about it, like you can spread that thing out. But if every single week you're putting some, every single day of the week, you're putting some kind of barbell on yourself, it just chewed me up, dude. And, and, and one of the things that your penis turned off. Totally. I mean, like everything, <laughs> everything turned off. There's only two times in my life that my penis has turned off. And one was when I filmed this show boundless, I was traveling around the world doing all the hardest endurance races uh-huh. and it killed me. I had no dick. I had no soul. I pooped my pants like, half a dozen times that year without controlling no, it. No it, shit. I would just be in the car and I would just shit my pants. One time <laughs> we did this race. We were in Scotland. I ate um, Jack in the Box once and that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Jack in the Box would do that to me, but it took ultra endurance races to wreck my butt. Dude, one time we were in Aberfeldy, Scotland, like the most beautiful place. It's where, uh, what's the name of the woman who wrote Harry Potter? J.K. Rowling. Jake, it's where she wrote all of her books. It's just like like you know, absolutely like incredible. Bro, bro, life. she wrote her books in. She started in a coffee shop, I think, but then she yeah. finished her in books. London. Yeah, no, yeah, not she... in London. Because I went to the coffee shop. Essex. It, it, uh, I had a film play there in Fifth. I, I don't want to ruin Hunter's story, but go on, Hunter. Yes, go on. J.K. Rowling, dropping your name, dropping. Go on. Name dropping, but I'm just trying to say how picturesque this place is. And we're in these botanical gardens, and we just finished doing the Scottish Ultra. And I'm literally there walking with one of my uh, my girlfriend co partner. She and I are walking, and it's like so beautiful. I'm having a good time. One of my friends calls, and I pick up, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" I, I just turned my phone off, like airplane mode. It's like, "How are you?" And I like I felt a fart, and I was like, "I'm a big man. I can hold this fart." And all of a sudden, it just went. Boom, like through, like broke through the barriers. And I was like, what? He's like, what's wrong, dude? I was like, I just shit my pants. I got to go. And it was one of these kind of poops that literally it it hit the back of the pants and then went outward. Wow. And wow. I, yeah. Yeah. I was so yeah. covered in it that she had to help wipe me. Like I couldn't get out of it. It's like a dam breaking. 100%. Wow. It, nice, Sousa. Jesus. Wow, Sousa. Have you seen the video of the Hoover Dam opening after a long time? And it like starts out as this like hard packed fudge. And I've never seen Sousa do that, Hunter, him. by the way. I've never Pictures? seen him like he. this show is like um, allowing him to explore new levels of creativity. You told the story <laughs> and he brought a picture to it. Yeah, I've never seen him do that. <laughs> I'm surprised I got it this early. You're inspired. You're inspired. <laughs> you gotta get. You gotta get the video of the Hoover Dam being opened up after a long time, and it's insane. You let a girl um, clean poop off of you? Oh yeah. And then the worst part about it is I'm covered in my own poop. This is like a movie. So I'm covered uh-huh. in my own poop, and I'm trying to like wipe it off on the ground, but I'm still covered in poop. And it's like an empty botanical garden. So I walk up to like the center where I'm trying to go get to a sink. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this old man walks out, and I'm talking about like ancient. Yeah. And he starts talking to us. He's like, How do you like the gardens? And I'm just like covered in my poop. And I look at her, I'm like, Yo, distract this dude. So then I just walk over to a bird bath next to him as he's talking, and I just start washing myself off. But he in, the no bird bath, in the bird bath? In the bird bath. The birds then ate my poop. <laughs> Did you really drop your butt in a bird bath? No, I washed my hands. I washed my oh, hands. Oh. 
Oh, it is like an episode of Family Guy. Hey, what's the what's the reason for that? What what is you can't be the only like ultra marathon athlete that um who's it's some there's got to be some sort of mechanism that you guys push the body to where the sphincter loses its. I think probably because your body's just power. so exhausted and you don't even know it that it's losing all of its just capabilities. Like your neuro pathways are just all off to some degree. So like my little rope that goes down, it's like a tele- telephone cord that goes down from my butt to my brain was just yeah. a little bit off. For, from not in many years, but I don't know the last time I really hurt my back deadlifting was probably like 10 years ago. And you know, where you have to like crawl into a shower to pee, you know, that have you ever had with that kind of back pain? Often. And, uh, I was starting to lose. I always got a little scared. I was starting to lose control of my, I never peed my pants, but like it, it wasn't good. Like something in my back was pinched or something. And it was like, I could would your feel wife like, like was, pick you up and carry you in. It would Did affect she carry you around in a papoose. No, I would just, I stayed on the floor. You want to know what's crazy about it? I stayed on the floor for basically three days in a hotel room and I would just slither to the bathroom and pee in the shower. And I just didn't move for like three days. And then she got a, a, a doctor friend of ours to prescribe us, bunch of drugs like a vicodin and um yeah and painkillers let's get high shit and and be all over each other and dude when i heard the prescription was filled (coughs) i got up got dressed and walked three miles to the fucking lawn it was a mile there and a mile back and i walked there to the fucking longs to get the prescription that's what the pavlovian effect knowing that i had drugs waiting at a pharmacy nearby so i walked down there like a mile and a half down there Got the drugs, a bottle of water, took way more than I should have. And by the time I got home, I was better. True story. I have no as, God, as God is my witness. I have no connection or tie to drugs anymore. I have like I don't know why I don't get excited about it at all. People people will be like, you know, you know, you know Vicodin and uh what's the painkiller one? It's the little tiny red ones. Percocet? What? I don't know. Percocet? No, I think Percocets are blue. No, um, it's a muscle Valium. relaxer. It's a muscle relaxer. Flexerol, Valium? Flexerol, Flexerol. So I pop like – I get to, I get to the pharmacy. I pop a couple Flexerol, a couple Vicodin, drink the water, and within fucking 15 minutes, my back – whatever's in my back loosens up and let's go. And I, and, I, and I can finally check out of the hotel. I basically check out of the hotel and go home because the hotel was like 60 miles from my house. Holy fuck. And yeah. what would you do though? Just deadlifting, and 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 so someone goes, "Hey, you know that's um that's not that's not fixing the problem." It's like, listen, asshole, I was stuck on the floor for three days, and I take four Vicodin and four Flexrol, and I can now go home. I'm like, fuck you, like, yeah, it fixed the Screw problem. Screw you, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, I know it's there's just drugs, but like, fuck I drink off. to mask my feelings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, I've, I've been a virgin. I'm 37 years old and I'm a virgin. And, that, and then one night I drink a bottle of wine and I lose my virginity. It's wine. Like I'm going to go on a wine. Let me binge wine for a year. <laughs> Jonathan, 499. Uh, got to go, but tell Hunter to hit me up for one-on-one coaching or consult. <laughs> Is he paying you or are you paying him? I'm probably going to have to pay him, dude. That's what my whole <laughs> life nowadays is just having to pay people. Uh, what was I trying to show you guys? Check this out. Guy goes to Mexico to kill himself, spends a week doing coke and banging hookers, and decides to keep living. Wait, wait. Can Is you this... put that – I want to read that again. Guy goes to Mexico to kill himself, spends a week doing coke and banging hook. Oh, that's verbatim what you read. That's not like <laughs> – that wasn't even like a paraphrasing. 
So is this just the answer to all of our problems? Uh, what, did you read the story or is that all you needed to know? It's just part of a story. I didn't get deeper, but I'm sure there's like, you know, enough of these stories out there for us to really believe it. <laughs> I'm only like five minutes away from, yeah, I'm only five minutes away from Tijuana. So I'm like, if I ever have a bad day, I'm like, let's just fix this right now. Yeah, probably, Tom, uh, that was after Sevon did 5x5 five five at 185. Nice, dude. CrossFit jokes. You suck at deadlift, Savon. That guy got you good, dude. <laughs> I fucking took you out at the knees. Uh, I'm so weak, it doesn't even matter. I was going to try to like defend it, but oh, fine. It was dude, I've, been, I've been training down at CrossFit Invictus down here, and the women are bigger than the men. It's terrifying. Hey, we've, we've are all the women, there's a lot of attractive women there, right? There are. But everybody's married. Like It's, it's like a, it's like a incestual commune. Uh, there's a girl that we had on the show who's down there who is cool as shit. Devin Kim, did you meet her? Yeah, she's jacked. I think she could probably snatch as much as me right now. She's crazy cool. She's she's probably too young for you. I don't even know how old she is. I don't she's... even talk to them. It's like it honestly feels like being in the zoo. Like I walk in and I hope there's a pane of glass. <laughs> oh, like you're a girls... giraffe and they're rhinos and you should stay in your section. They should no, stay. No, I in hope theirs. there's a pane of glass between us because like I'm like if they catch on that I'm here, dude, they'll come over and beat the piss out of me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, That's, yeah all the, the girl in the middle is Chandler's wife, dude. She is jacked. She hey, is but she jacked. doesn't train there, does she? She does. Mm -hmm. They're down here right now. Oh, so even Chandler Smith's down there. Yeah, I don't really see like it's interesting how to find um, like when they show up. Crossfitters are also the laziest creatures ever. They're like turtles. They like walk in like this. And then you're like, all right, well, I'm starting at 9.30, and it's like 10.15, and they're still doing, like, IYTs. And I, I go, oh, yeah, I'm going to stretch it out. And I'm like, hey, fuck you guys. Some of us actually have lives. Hunter, what about the, that guy? We had another guy, um, Jorge Fernandez. He's a legend, dude. I love that guy. He's actually yeah. been training with me a fair amount. He's just got a smile on his face all the time. He – He's like a he's like a Saint Bernard. When he starts to work out, he just starts drooling like a dog does. It's crazy. Yeah, he's great, right? Yeah, he's a really really cool guy. Love that. Um, and, and what about those two super hot chicks uh, who train there? They were at um, Wadapalooza together. I don't know. Uh, one of them is Asian and one of them is white. I think she said one of the girls is Asian. There's Emily. Emily is the Asian yeah. girl, and then there's another girl uh, like Stockwood or Waltzwood or. Yeah, they uh, there's a something em wood Emily, in her name, uh, cool. and she's Emily's so hot really it's cool. crazy. But th Stock this other chick looks like she's like hot like at three in the morning. Like she's always hot. This bl this blonde girl, she's all natural and shit looking. I don't know her. Stallswood, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, Asusa. No, I'm trying to see if I can find a photo. Was Stallwood, it one of these Stallwood, yeah. Lauren Stallwood. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's there too. Oh, you're in a good spot. Where, and where those white sisters are there. The Britney yep. and the yeah, what, yeah, these chicks are so hot. They're savages, dude. Dangerous. Yeah. They just come in like a bunch of Amazonians and just fuck the barbells up. 
I don't mean to make it weird by telling you that they're hot and then you have to train there. Maybe we'll talk. I'll bring that back up like after you're done training. Like <laughs> I have to wear three pairs months. of pants every time I train there. Got to keep it strapped down. Hey, how does that happen? How does that? How does that? How do they all go to one gym at the same time? Well, dude, it's Southern California first yeah, of all, so it's like it's beautiful here all the time, and I think they just train in packs. Like you know, the best way to get better at something is to just be with other people that are pushing you. So. It's a really cool community. They've got a good thing going on. Everyone's pushing pretty hard. So I'm a fan. That's awesome. What are you going to do? Why, why are you training there? Well, I'm down here in San Diego. There's not like a lot of gyms that just let you to like walk in circles and take all their equipment, and drag it around wherever you want in the room. But how, how does that work with your sprint canoeing? Why are you doing? Um, well, you still have to, you still have to develop like, and you still have to be- develop power and have an engine. Like, so I'm always, doing I think you're just training. working out to keep your body nice. Tight tight i'm serious dude my body from my back to my chest is so dense now like if you poked me your finger would probably fracture it is oh from from rowing from rowing yeah yeah because you're just reaching all the time and ripping so if you think about it dude i'm doing thousands of repetitions every single day of just push pull push pull and i've never like my friend hugged me yesterday he's like what the fuck man like i i've never been this dense are you liking it I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, Lots of PT? PT? Like, uh, what's PT? Uh, uh, Physical therapy? Yeah. To make sure you don't get all knotted up and shit? I probably should, but I've actually just been doing a lot of yoga. I started doing Pilates, too. and Hot Pilates. You're doing hot Pilates. No, but I wanted hot Pilates. (laughs) My wife does it. it's, It's insane. It's so crazy trendy, she said. She said the class has 60 people in it. Yeah, I know. Just, it and if she says it's the most beautiful people you've ever seen in Santa Cruz. All these girls just like, they're like, I'm like, hey, I try Pilates. They're like, do you want to do hot Pilates? And I was like, listen, I suck at regular Pilates. I did not want to go in a room where you cook my brain and make me do Pilates. <laughs> but I haven't reached that point yet. I'm not that advanced. Yeah, do it. The hot Pilates. Yeah, I'm still in like the putt-putt course of Pilates. What happened, Hunter, with the guy that we had on the show with the million YouTube subscribers that you were partnering partnering with, and he was making a huge uh, obstacle course that you were um, designing? Susan, do you mind typing in Battle Bunker real quick? Oh, yes, Battle Bunker. And what was the guy's name? That guy was cool as shit. Alexander. Oh, I don't have a pen. I was going to write it down. Austin What's Alexander? His... Yeah. He... That you, was can a... just, you can go to BattleBunker.com. Um... Basically, we built... We built that thing. We did the whole website. Uh, sorry. We built the thing. We did a course. We did an event year one. Now we built like a whole pipeline. We have a whole series that our our version of the Open starts in April. Then our regionals start in June. And then we have our championship in October. Yeah. It, so it, go, go to the pipeline. Click <clears throat> that. Oh, the website's changed. It's gotten nicer. Not that yeah. it was ever bad. Yeah. Okay, so is this year one, 2023's year one of Battle Bunker? Technically, it's our first, like, fully developed season. And um, give me a – it's – is it is it like High Rocks? Is it like uh, Spartan Race? Is it like CrossFit? What what? Tell me what it what what, is it like Ninja? So what we what we tried to do was basically, you know, 
merge my background and Austin's background. Austin came from the military, and this dude is, you know, he was in the Navy for years, and he started a YouTube channel, and he started to kind of do all the research on how to kind of be, what it was like to be in the life of a military guy. And then he started to branch out, and he was like, what would it be like if I wanted to train and get ready for the Navy SEALs? What would it be like if I trained and got ready for the Rangers? So he built this whole channel of, like, working with first responders and understanding the way that they trained and lived to kind of do their tasks, accomplish their daily tasks. And then he built this YouTube channel where he would test people in these workouts and he tested them themselves and it got really, really popular. And then he was like, what's one of the pinnacle parts of, um, you know, military training is obstacle courses. So he built a small obstacle course. Then all of a sudden we worked with the Olympic training. Where did he build that at? Where did he build that obstacle course at? In like, in like a junkyard in Simi Valley. It was hysterical. I mean, it was really for him, dude, he rented out a whole, like he rented out this humongous, you know, probably, 30 to 50 acre field <laughs> and built a whole course there. It was really incredible. Like I, I admire the guy and that's why I partnered with him for even starting this process. And now we have a course that's built and established down here in Chula Vista, which is at the most beautiful training center in the country. But then what's the training center, Hunter? What's the training center? Who's it's it called for? The, it's called the elite training center. It used to be the Olympic training center. Now it's the elite training center where athletes from around the world can come rent the space and come do, uh, you know, come train there. You know, like, you know, you'll have the entire Czech Republic or Canadian canoe team come in. You'll have the entire Japanese track and field come in. It, it's crazy. It's stroke season in um, Canada, by the way. Stroke season? Yeah. It comes after like- flu, it comes after flu season. It's new this year. I just covered it today. Oh. <laughs> they didn't they didn't know that there was a stroke season, but this year is the first year that there's a stroke season that comes after flu season. You didn't see that part of the show. You were sleeping. I was sleeping. Yeah, I'm not excited to get some good rest. Okay, so he so he's partnered up. There's this world class training facility in Chula Vista. Yeah, people would just train anything, whether it would be yep. just whatever. Just world. So this is the, literally the start of the course being built. By the way. And so you designed a course with this guy yep. that is going to be the home of the Bunker Games. Yep, Battle Bunker. Battle Bunker Games. Yep. And have you done the course yet? Yeah. yeah Are very, you going to win your own hard. games? It's like Dave throws these shooting competitions, and then he takes first, and his daughter <laughs> takes second. I'm not no. joking. It's, no, so I, fucked up. it's so fucked up. No, 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 no. I don't compete. Basically, <laughs> I built something. So what we did was we came together and we decided we were going to take these this like mindset lifestyle uh, approach and also this sport approach and bring it together. And now we're at the point where, you know, the open is very simple. Like everybody has to be able to do the open. We don't want to have like this extremely unique equipment and like, you know, hard, hard tasks. Everyone can do the open. The regionals is obviously you're going to get selected from all over the world to come to the top three regions to be able to compete. That's going to be far more advanced. That's going to be like a real challenge for these athletes to come into. And then the championship level, which everybody really wants to get to, is going to be this CrossFit-esque experience where this is where the real test starts. Now, we wanted to find the sport of the mixture of like raw athleticism and competition and then kind of this other test, which is what's beyond the muscle. There's another deeper layer of really an untangible aspect and measurable aspect of a human being that we want to find and what we want to encounter. That's so, the military piece that kind of Alex, Alexander, well, I guess you bring it too. It's just different. Yeah. So what was going to happen, and this is going to come out in greater detail, is what there's going to be called field day, which is kind of like a typical day you'd see at the CrossFit Games or any of these major championships where, you know, you're in these massive fields, there's reps, there's rep, um, distance rounds, whatever you have to do, and it's very measurable. 
And there's going to be what's called um, Grit Day, where Grit Day is really the thing that's going to be the most wild part and going to be most insane to film, where we're taking these aspects of working with athletes and putting them through the hardest level of mental and physical capabilities in some kind of military-esque uh, you know, task or revolution. That's going to be insane. That's what I'm like sitting here drooling about. I'm like, this, this summer is going to be insane. Explain that last piece to me again. I was looking at it. Uh, Andrew Hiller just sent me a text of uh, uh, something cool, and, I, and so, I stopped listening to you for 18 seconds. It was maybe less, maybe 14 seconds. It was what's in a 14, the, 18 seconds. It's one of these kind of things where we're, we're in a time continuum, and it may be gone. It may oh, be gone shoot. forever. Yeah. Yeah, Re- rewind the tape. Do you understand that we're, we're, we're like in a conversation within a conversation, so it's almost like interstellar, where seconds here in this conversation are millions of years in other places? So we're aged out now. No, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I want to be very clear. I don't understand. Um, what's the mental piece going to be like? Uh, like after they do a sprint, so, they have to play checkers against each other? No, 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 no. It's going to obviously be something like I'll, I'll just give a hint right here. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give I'll give you rev- like uh, an experience that would be measurable, but also very hard to understand and train for unless you really were ready for it. So, like in negative special warfare. You ever seen where they tie people's hands behind their backs and you have to get across the pool to prove that they're capable in like hard situations in water to be able to accomplish a task? Yeah. That technically is not necessarily a race. It's technically not necessarily like a, how long can you stay up for? It's like, can you accomplish the task? And, you know, just let's just say we use that as an example of the way we were competing. If you don't complete it, you're rolled out. Like you don't even get to get onto the next piece. So you have to be a certain level of capable in some of these things that we're going to bring to you. Otherwise you don't get to compete at the next level. I, I, I was, when you said that, I started thinking of just like, uh, do you remember um, Brian Shantosh um, did that thing where he ran in a, uh, a conics container? Is that what those things are called? But basically one of those big steel containers, he ran on a treadmill for like 24 hours or some shit. My friend competed against him in that. It was in Tahoe. Yeah. And they were okay. Damn. What was your friend's name? His name's Isaiah Vidal. And they were just in the dark, right? Yeah. He actually won the first season of Battle Bunker. That's a hard dude. Uh, Shantosh or the Isaiah? Isaiah Idol. Yeah, the worst part about it is like it was a pitch black container and you had this thing and they gave you like the snacks and stuff that you needed, but they also gave you a bucket. The snacks, the snacks. They gave you a bucket to go poop in the corner and there's like video of Isaiah pooping in a bucket in the corner of this pitch black container. It's fucked. Uh, uh, I want to be very God. My, my these people, Jeremy, it's just, there's no there's no compassion for me. It's just pure brutality. Hey, I have a guy drinking out of a fucking pineapple cup. I can say anything I want on the show. I want to be very clear, Sevon Kamala Harris. I love school buses, the electric ones, the yellow ones. I love a school bus, a yellow electric school bus. A school what bus is a fantastic about? yellow. That there's a. Whole Kamala Harris video where she's talking about how much she likes electric school buses. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, I did enjoy she's... coming in at, uh, late into your show yesterday and the video of the guy eating the burger and the fries. That that's some manipulative shit right there. That is just wait, like wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh my god. You get the the free burger and fries with your vaccine. He's like, he's like, hey Sandy, Sandy, is it? Is it too early to enjoy fries right now? <laughs> Dude, that's a, that was the mayor of New York City, bro. I know. That, that is crazy, dude. Like, I was like, is this 
is this like SNL right now? Because it yeah. seems like it's sketch comedy, and I'm like, this is absolutely insane. Like, I can't, I can't fully I, understand why the hell this dude's doing this right now. Sometimes I say say shit on the show, and I'm like, oh fuck, my kids are gonna have to, they're gonna have to one day be like, yeah, that was my dad. <laughs> but uh, who's that? is that, Brian? Who's that? Is that Brian Shantosh? Who's that? Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah, in his yeah. container. Um, but but once you see something like that, the mayor of New York trying to get people to take drugs uh, with a French fry bribe, it's like okay, you could say anything. <laughs> like like, like well, string together all the racist shit I've ever said and make try to paint me look bad, and I'll take that over. Uh, hang the Jews, yes. Uh, before I try to get kids to uh, trade kids uh, <laughs> drugs for French fries, sorry. Like all that guy needs is a, little, a van with a door that he slides open. Have you guys dive deep into what Kanye West did when he kind of did like the, the social suicide? And oh, the, the Hitler, the, the he likes Hitler thing. I would like to sit down here and like maybe we should like eat like a bucket full of nootropics and some mushrooms and then try to dig into all the content and see if we can find the similarities here and catch what he was really trying to do. Cause I think that do you have any way, idea what he was trying to do? I think he was just trying to tank his, uh, basically tank all of his contracts so he can be free to do whatever he's up to next. Oh really? Okay. That's so he's cal- too, so yeah. calculated. Dude, I think a hundred percent. Someone at that level is not that stupid to all of a sudden put himself in a position. And also his managers, <sighs> like, even though he may be like, Hey, I'm fucking crazy. Like, if you're at that level, dude, your managers will get a hold of you and control you like a puppet. Like, think about it. Britney Spears no, was literally. I don't. I would 100% say so, dude. He is tied to billions of dollars, and there's so many people that are tied into that, like armies of people supporting it. There's no fucking way they would let like a, a uncorked version of Kanye West go around town. Dude, they put Britney Spears in whatever the heck the term was, but they put her into conservativeship for years. You don't think that they could get a hold of Kanye if they wanted to and be like, hey, listen, he's off his pills right now. We're not going to let him talk because we don't want him to hurt himself. Yeah, That's well, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. I could, uh, that, they trainer, could... that trainer dude that was like ex-special uh, whatever military guy that goes around and trains all the celebrities was the one that suggested he like gets on his meds and then was the one saying, hey, you need to take these meds and was – like they planted that dude there to be his personal trainer. I forget his name. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't know. But I think all of these. Can things... you imagine your trainer telling you to get on meds? Dude, he was like, hold on, let me let me um let me look it up. Yeah, some I'm of these not, guys I'm... some of these guys can be very convincing. And if you're just like hanging out, getting all high, you're like just doing a little bit of a run, you're like, Man, I feel so good. Maybe I should take my meds. Boom. Uh, he's trying to tell us in a real shitty way that the Jews have our country by the balls. God, I wish that were true. I wish God, the Jews did that. Exciting. Guys, I have 4% computer battery left on this thing. I fucked up big time. I left my charger at home, but let's just talk this thing into the ground. <laughs> okay. Okay. I want to go back to Battle Bunker real quick because I want to – I like this thing. So basically you're saying in April people can sign up. If you're a CrossFitter, it's a great thing to sign up for because it's a great way just to use your fitness. These knuckleheads are just looking for ways to use their fitness. They Four days a week at their affiliate, three days a week at home, right? Yeah. So, if you, so enter – and so the open you do at home. Open you do at home. It's, anybody could do it in any kind of gym. The equipment list is, you know, very limited, so it's not that crazy. The and then region, the regionals. Go ahead. Regional sorry. level, you know, just imagine you you've been doing CrossFit for years. You understand going to the regionals. Now you're in an arena type event, and there's going to be. Are they all going to be in Chula Vista? All the regionals? No, no, no. None of the events are in Chula Vista until you reach the championship. Oh shit! Wow, yeah. this is so hard. We, what you're doing? Got, this is crazy. Got this one is in too Birmingham. ambitious. Birmingham in the UK. We've got one in Texas. We've got one in North Carolina. 
too ambitious. Too ambitious? Too, yeah, it's too big. It's too big. You need to start small. This is too big. Yeah, but in reality, dude, like I I've been doing this for years. Like at this point, it's just a uh, it's just a formula. I I'm not tired or exhausted by it, and the complications of it it's not that difficult. I did those two charity events, OCR stars. That was fucking complicated. This is way easier. What we're setting up. And honestly, man, like I, I'm doing it because there's a hole in the space. Like our space, at least on our side, like CrossFit, I would say it did a really good job. And now they're somewhat coming off, like, kind of coming back down to earth. Our sport has never even had the chance to really catch its wings and catch a good gust of wind because the people who are distributors in our company just suck. So we're going to do it. We're going to make it media based. We're going to make the events extremely exciting. And we're going to provide a really good show and a really good you know, season for athletes to compete in. Spartan Race and Tough Mudder kind of just put themselves in a really tough position where they're on the verge of bankruptcy. They're always changing what they're doing because they're always trying to catch a wind, um, which sucks. Like, I'm not bashing them. Like, I understand that they're trying. And athletes are always just losing more and more opportunities, at least in our side of the sport, to compete. And the income, I would say, is is dwindling quickly. And then, and then, so so then it'll go to the championships, and someone will be crowned, and then you'll start doing the next year. Yeah, we'll take a big chunk of time off too. And um, and then, what's going on with you and your um your is your high rocks career over? Are you done with high rocks? Um, recently, like literally forty eight hours ago, I kind of just ended up finding out that I got kicked in the nuts with my whole plan for paddling. Um, that's the so that's the uh, canoe sprinting sprinting canoe. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought and was told that basically that you could qualify points through the latter part of the season. And there's all these competitions that are already part of the structure of it all. And I was like, awesome. I'm in on that. That's when I'm going to show up and fuck shit up. Now I'm finding out 100%. If you do not come number one in the nation in April, you don't even get to participate in the rest of the season. So I'm like, oh shit. And I found that out two days ago. So basically at this point, um, I may just put that on hold and get back into competition to the normal part of my season because I'm not for like what? for what for high rocks, high rocks, go ruck, whatever the heck it is. I may just, I'm just going to pull the trigger and just start shooting. Okay, um, how is that emotionally for you? Are you? So, so does that mean your Olympic dreams are, are kind of over because it, Olympics are every four years? I don't know because there's what's called the last chance qualifier, which I could participate in 2024, which would be the thing that I would have to aim for now. But it basically means the entire year of valuable competition that I was planning on doing now is off the table. So I like, sat there. He told me like right as we were about to start four by 2000 meters, which is a hard fucking workout. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything. And I'm just going to go do this practice because if I un- if I open up right now, I'm going to flip out. And I went and did the practice and I fell in the water twice and I could already tell, I was like, this is not a good practice. Like my mind's not in this at all. And I was like, oh fuck. Cause the sprint canoe balancing that thing is challenging as all get out. It's ridiculously hard. Um, so I recognized right then and there, I was like, this is way worse than I'm, I'm leading on it to be. And I'm not like a crier by any means. Like if I wanted to cry, I would let it out. But I just sat there and I was calculated. I was like, this is, this ain't good. Hunter is not a pussy. Yeah, so I just sat there and I was like, I went and I trained uh, Invictus. I went and hung out with the guys. Did you cry? The- Did you cry since this just happened last forty hours? Did you go in your room and like? That's Sebastian Brendel. That's the Olympian who's like the god. 
Um, that's the that's the those are some of the people in the sport. I thought it was like fat ladies you were going against. No, they're all they're all they're all freaks. So that's the Olympic gold medalist from 2016, and the guy in 20 sorry 2021 is the guy to the left of him, the Brazilian. See you, brother. Shred it up, dude. Look at the Good size of that dude's head. Yeah, dude. They're they're Vikings. They're yeah. very very. They're very, very fit, big people. Yeah, those dudes look ripped. This is what uh, Savon was imagining. People kind of more, look more like yeah, that guy just, doesn't look as scary. Hunter, like, well, I saw a video. Hunter I'm like gonna... Hunter paddled out to Hawaii or something or Catalina, and and I saw pictures of the team, and I was very disappointed. Well, you got to understand, dude. Like one, I was the worst person, so they put me in the worst boat. And also, like that—that sports more for people to come together and train together. This is like the best people in the entire world at paddling, all in one boat. They're just those aren't those are little girls, right? Those Those are are champions. No, those are not champions. Those are just kids. Are the girls all huge and jacked like that guy? Oh yeah, there's a oh the girls interestingly enough look a lot like sprinters. Like they have like that's Nevin Harris, so they have like big ass, big arms. They're like thick. Yeah, yeah, she looks sick. She looks she looks like a CrossFitter. She looks strong. Yeah, she's a beast, dude. I paddled to her a couple times. She just blows me out of the water. So she's the Olympic gold medalist and the recent world champion. All the men are very tall and long. That makes sense. And that thing doesn't want to stay up. That thing just wants to roll over and go upside down. It's impossible to bounce, dude. It is so hard. It's just crazy. Okay. And <laughs> so 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 that might be on hold. Uh, would you ever pivot to a different Olympic sport now? Is there anything else in that thing where you're like where you got some pictures up in your room? Like your 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 war room and you're like, okay, I guess I'm gonna do pickleball. Curling. No. No, dude. I mean, like, listen, I, I had envisioned this whole thing and I had put it all together because I was like, I, I know who I am as an athlete. I know the kind of power I can put out. I know I know the kind of strength that I got. I'm just going to go for it. And I had it all lined up and all of a sudden this just hit. So I'm in reality, dude, I do not want to be this. There's, I've watched sadly, and I, this is going to hurt some people's feelings, but there's so many of these guys that are in their like late thirties, early forties they're kind of just abandoning all the responsibilities in life and just coming out to chase these events that they're never going to do good. in. they're like, like, like 50 year olds who want to start a podcast career. Yeah, basically. And right. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be that person. I want to let go of it and then be able to step away and be like, that was a chapter of my life. I'm not going to bring it into this one. Like I'm going to be done. So I want to be retired by like 35. How old are you? I'm 33. What's the what's the what's the the guy who's the second best high rocks dude in the world after you? 36, How old? Thirty six. Oh, okay, okay. Could, that's you, nice. And in that's nice. sports, you can keep on pushing it. You can keep on pushing it, and you can like, dude. There's guys um, that are literally forty, uh, early forties that are competing in like the Olympics and running. So you can keep on pushing it, but I just don't really want to do that. Like, I feel like I have other cool things going on. So, what do you think about grown men who wear like Marvel shirts? Like this guy Tyler's wearing a Captain America shirt. I feel like he has a sad existence. Uh, I'll crush. I crush. Ty, uh, oh, I crush Hunter in pickleball. Uh, yeah, now that shirt on. That's uh, that's the same guy that was hopping on the thread earlier when we were talking about ejaculation. That's the same person. Sevon, <laughs> uh, real quick, is Hunter? When is Hunter fighting Nick Barr? Uh, is Nick, Nick Barr's that giant guy who's like um, has a supplement company, right? Yeah. Are you friends with him? Friendly for sure. He's an incredible person. Very inspiring. Um, awesome dude. I think there's always just this like um, 
level of uh, competitiveness between us because he considers himself to be a hybrid athlete. I consider myself to be a hybrid athlete. Um, yeah. This guy. Is he on steroids? I don't know. I hope not. That means you think he is, but you still want to be friends with him. No, he's a thick <laughs> dude. Look at him. Oh, he's so thick. That's a big boy. Yeah. And yeah, he, and he run, look at, oh, we need Hunter. We need a Andrew Hiller. Yep, there it is. He's got the shoulder thing. Yes. Still on. He's got your shoulder. <laughs> is that what you were going to say? He's got the caps. He's got the, the thing is, Hiller we got to have quick. <laughs> he heard daddy or not. It just like registered. He just registered right away. Uh, the the question it. is, um, uh, here's the thing I want to ask. Here's the thing I want to ask Andrew. So those caps on the shoulders, I think that like, I th- I think you can get those um, if you if train specifically, but it's hard to get that level of muscle mass. I mean, dude, if I take my sh- shirt and sh- uh, off, my shoulders compared to my chest are so different. Like it's not nearly like that. But I'm not saying that's because he's on something. But you need to train shoulders really, really hard to get that. He owns a supplement company. Maybe he just gets like the first batch that has the good stuff in it. The, the good contaminated stuff. batch. <laughs> dude, his back is huge. Yeah, he's a big yeah. dude. I, look at here's Jeremy E. World. I look like that, and I'm not on roids. All right, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's respectable. All right. Okay. Dude, you want to hear um, something cool? We're going. I to will say. I want thing. to say this before your battery runs out. I want to say this. Uh, Hunter did say. Uh, I I spoke to Hunter yesterday, and um, I'm like, hey, dude. I called my. I I need to call in a favor. And he said, uh, what? And I said, I need you to come on the show. I'm fucking in Tahoe. I didn't book any guests. I'm fuck. I need you to carry the show. He said, no problem, buddy. What time? I said, 6 a.m. He took a deep breath. He said, okay, I can come on. And he said, so me and Hiller, not Gary. And I thought, oh, that's really sweet that he's like, that him and Hiller, I, like I heard that, you know, like he just thought Hiller was going to come on. And I just thought that was nice. I, just, I like I, it when my I, friends get along. I just assume that he's just always like a part of the show. I think he's like yeah. a Susie. He's like hiding in the background. He's like, ta-da, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, here I am. Hiller, yes, yes. I've been here forever. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> With my YouTube playing and shit. Just but, I, but that kind of, I like, you know, you just like it when your friends get along. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, we uh, were going to this thing in Dubai called the Government Games, where the government basically like arranges all of the different chapters of government out there to compete in this really ridiculous kind of like obstacle course where? Man challenge. Where? In Dubai. In Dubai. So we built this super Dubai. team down here in San Diego. So they're inviting they're uh, they're inviting athletes from around the world now to come compete against them. And that's why I'm also training at Invictus. We've got this whole group of dudes that are Okay, start over again. I want to hear this story. Tell it fast before your battery runs out. You got I'm kind of anxious because your battery's gonna run out. Dude, what are you doing 2%. in Dubai? So you're gonna have to Google this, but it's called the government games. It's like this big it's almost like a TV show, almost like the Titan Games, all these things. They build all these crazy challenges for you to go take on as a six person team. And it's usually exclusive to the government and the government parties in Dubai. Now they're inviting teams from around the world to come compete against them to see who's the best. So they're inviting all these CrossFitters to come out. And we have a super team out of San Diego, which is me. Uh, it's Rasmus. You ever heard of Rasmus? Yeah, fuck. I love him. Will you tell him I said hi? That's L- Lauren uh, Fisher's uh, dude, yeah, right? He's so that much dude's fun, cool man. as shit. That dude is, yeah. that dude's the man. I've been training with him a ton. We were at run practice last night. Wow. It, yeah, so we got the super team down here. And yeah, so I mean, these pictures really don't describe what it is, but 
Yeah, here we go. Here hey, we go. he's one of the coolest dudes I ever interviewed at the CrossFit Games. I, I would have actually liked to get to know him better. He was like down to earth. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay, and who? And who? Anyone else I know? Any other CrossFitters? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. They they already told me they're like, oh, Hunter's coming. They told Rasmus this. They're like, be careful with him. He is crazy. Yeah. So I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spike our team. I don't want to spike our team. So I'll just say that there's a lot of other big name CrossFitters that are going to go to this thing. I'm going to say I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to say here's some guesses of mine. Who's the guy? Uh, Christian Harris. Okay. Uh, Sam Dancer. Ooh, okay. Um. Uh, not this guy, but they should have this guy just for shits and giggles. James Hobart. It's going to be Masters guys. They're going to pull from the Masters category. Bunch of old, burnt out, burnt out dudes. Yeah, dudes who really want to be cross games athletes, but they dudes just dudes that can't live in Middle it. America. They're just so miserable with their lives of teaching CrossFit. They're like, if you give them any opportunity whatsoever, they will jump on a flight and leave. Hey, like, hey we're you, in, you we're know, in. you know who I think is fucking capable is all get out. Who you might want uh, is Kalipa. Kalipa's beast. Yeah, you I think he's most, be good. Yeah. Untapped source. Untapped you know source. The rawest, most capable person I've ever competed against in CrossFit is the CrossFit Cowboy, Sean Sweeney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Very dude capable. came came with us and did this like we did this event in um, in Tahoe where we invited CrossFitters versus OCR people, yeah. and Sean just did everything and never shut up. He just he just like never stopped. It was never like a oh I'm tired oh I can't do this. He just did it, and I was like, "Wow, this guy refuses to die." He uh, he came out to the ranch once to demo uh, to test um, game <laughs> workouts for Dave. Yeah, and he got injured, and he tried to hide his injury. Good for him. Yeah, because you yeah. want to go home. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't, he's like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Oh, she's just like okay. bleeding. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. No, it was worse than bleeding. It was worse than bleeding. Was like, he's bleeding out of his ear. He's like, "I'm fine." He's like, "I'm good." What else do you oh, want to do? yeah, yeah. Hepner would be good, too. God, yeah. you and Hepner would be great we, on a team together. We made a super team years ago, and then all of a sudden COVID shut it down. So Hepner was on my team. Yeah. Um, that, oh, fucking... Casper Bauer. Holy shit. Not so capable. Do you know who that is, Hunter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kyle Casper Bauer? He, he, he came and competed against us in a couple, like, Spartan-style events. And g- a good dude, too. Yeah, he's ripped. Yeah, and, and just, just a real dude. Yeah, he's cool. Okay, so you're going to Dubai. You're... You're in a. Should I check on you regularly, or are you over this this whole this canoe thing? Should I check on you regularly now that yeah, you're? Yeah, call me all the time. Okay. No, this so, isn't the kind of thing where dude, you're not one in of Kanye these... headspace, are you? You're not no. gonna start saying you like Hitler. No, but okay. I, you know, I knew it was a stretch to make this whole thing. No, work, bri- sorry, was... sorry. One thing, not Bridges. Bridges is just a pretty face now. Love Josh Bridges. Go to the Josh Bridges training camp, but he's not. He's he's just a pretty face. <laughs> I mean, he's. He's, he's just he can't you can't put any more miles on that car. He's like the Ferrari that sits in your garage that you don't put miles on. You, know you can I mean? only take it out sometimes, and even yes. then it's like yeah, Fourth of July parade shit. That's it. Go slow. Yes. Yeah, yeah can't go up that road, dude. It's too dangerous. Yeah, no, yes, can't go yes, up the yes, steep yes, hill yes, yes, that you no, used to see him no. run up anymore. That's they don't retired. make the paint to, to to fix that Ferrari anymore, so he can't take it out and get any chips in it. Yeah, you know what can't I mean? Like, swap low is he that? Is he that fucked up? No, no, no. He's in. He's still. His body looks beautiful. He looks in great shape, but he's. He's got miles on, dude. Dude, you know what's crazy? I just heard the other day. He's the third most. Win- he has the third most first place wins ever at the CrossFit Games in the men's division, and he's a yeah. little dude. And he was a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And he's got some a bunch of surgeries on him. He's still training hard. His body shows it, but I don't think he belongs like 
He like no, he can't. He can't get in the deep, can't get in the deep end of the pool. I, I don't. I wouldn't recommend it for him if I was him. That that I mean, he's you blow a kneecap or an elbow at any time. Yeah, just stick to the legends event at Rogue. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I want to let go. There's going to be a certain point in time where I just would be like, I'm done. Because I don't want to yeah, be that beat up. You're going to have a patch of hair missing in your fro. Yeah. We're gonna be, what happened to Hunter? He's always stressed. <sighs> I don't I don't want to be that guy who's showing up to events and everyone's like, yeah, Hunter shouldn't be here. Hunter shouldn't <laughs> be here. And he doesn't know. He doesn't know. No one's got the heart to tell him. <laughs> just let him show up. Yeah. yeah. Can, uh, Bridges was a seal for sure held together by bitterness and duct tape. Yeah, just he's. He's so successful in everything he does. Just that's let him, a man. He's, that's he's a man beautiful. Man. Yeah, he's a man. There's no doubt. His uh, camp still looks like they're killing it. He just did one, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, uh, going back, I, I derailed us. Uh, so so the you're I should call you every day because uh, you're I, still processing. When it, when it dies, I'm just going to switch over to phone. Okay. It's our only option. Okay, so I should call you every day to make sure that you're not um, – you're in a good headspace while you make this kind of bury, put to sleep your Olympic dreams. You're considering pivoting to high rocks, but there's also just some shit going on in Dubai that you may have to go over and handle the dubs. Yeah. The dubs. Well, they, they just, they're going to just throw money at us. I'm going to go over there. I don't know if I'm allowed to like say certain things without getting in trouble, but I plan on just burying them. Like they've never seen an American stallion on that soil before. And it's dangerous when I show up. (laughs) These guys are like, oh, we're going to put together puzzles. I'm going to ram through the wall and just destroy these people. Just give me the chance, dude. They're fucking dead. Uh, Daniel Garrity, Sevon has vaginitis that we have to hear him complaining about every day on this podcast in his elbow, and yet he can still rip on bridges. All right, fine. My elbow hurts. I'm a bitch. Fine. You're right. <laughs> yeah, but you're not competing in anything or trying mm-hmm. to show up. Can you guys tell me about the scale of your guys' success? I'm so proud of you guys. You built this thing up from like a hobo show to now you guys are like on Alex Jones level where it's like very controversial and <laughs> makes no fucking sense, but we can't stop watching. Uh, we've only just begun. The, the fact that I'm always talking to you and you're always in like random places filming the show shows a level of like excitement too means that you're doing something right enough that people are allowing you into their homes. Well, there's just no way in hell. Like, so I, t- a couple of weeks ago, Hunter, I, well, let me ask you this. Do you ever just say, okay, I'm going to take two weeks off of training. Like, do you ever tell yourself, okay, I'm going to do nothing for two weeks. I'm just going to go up to my cabin and I'm going to bring a girl up there and just, just cover her in baby batter and just chill, watch movies and hang out. No, I don't. But you know, what I have done that's changed my life is I go backpacking. Like and I just walk. And when you don't have electronics around you at all, and you just walk, and you're in nature, dude. By the time you get out of there, you feel like you had like a hundred therapy appointments, and you're walking on ecstasy. How and it's how long like, will you go backpacking for? Like three to five days. Oh, okay. Three to five days, sometimes seven days. We even gone further than that. So about a month ago, I told Souza. I was like, hey, dude, I think I'm going up to Tahoe, and I do not like to leave my house. I said, I'm going up to Tahoe for four days because I have this crazy opportunity to let my kids get access to this skate, indoor skate place that's supposed to be the shit, right? So, so, and we've been going there the last couple of days. And so I'm like, so I don't think I'm going to be able to do the uh, bye, Hunter. Uh oh. Step one of the baby batter, baby batter. Uh, is that what he said? <laughs> life force. Yes, life force. Uh, I wanted you to hear. I wanted to hear you tell this story so that way I could, we could unravel this uh, together. 
Call her high. Call her high. Hey, Savon. Hi. The female. Long time. First time caller. Hi. Very nice to hear your voice. I've been thinking a lot about you. Welcome. Oh, I know. Thank you. Um, I like you too, Susan. You're fine. I'm fine or fun? Both. Wow. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> I thought okay. you were like, you're fine. <laughs> Hunter, don't say anything. We have a girl caller. This is a very rare incident. Don't fuck this up, Hunter. Okay, go on. Hold my breath. I was, waiting. I was waiting for Hunter's shit to die so that I could call you. Good. Perfect. I appreciate that. Hey, that shows a high level of social uh, awareness, situationals and social awareness. That's high level shit. Once again, proving me wrong. I never think women have that kind of stuff, and you're just fucking changing my paradigm of, of how life works. Thank you. Glad I'm one of the few. So the reason I'm calling is because I am the daughter of the guy in the CEO shirt next to Dave. Oh, oh. yeah, we got to get that guy. And, uh, yeah, I've been DMing with you. What's your name, Jessica? I'm Mabel. Mabel. Oh, and, and what? What's the? I don't have a pen or pencil or anything. What's the name of his gym? I got it. His gym is CrossFit Glinco, G L Y N C O of Southeast Georgia. And I and I think and I I wanted to get him on um Glenn uh what did he think it did he say what he, is that the first time he's met Dave? No, he's actually met Dave twice now. And does he like meeting him? Yeah, I mean Dave never remembers it, but he he remembers it. <laughs> I look how distinguished your dad looks. He looks hard as fuck, dude. That's a tough looking guy. Yeah, he looks like hey. a mo- he looks like a model like uh, um. Uh, in his boot at all times i feel like he's one of those kind of guys he's one of what kind of guys keeps a pistol in his boot if he wears <laughs> camo socks yeah he, he's intense he goes into the gym like an hour early every day and just busts out as many unbroken ring muscle ups as he can before coaching <laughs> oh that's a guy who's after my heart okay so i text the g- i dm the gym and i said um wh- what's your dad's name is it justin it's Justin, and I'm actually in charge of the social media for our gym. So you've oh. just been messaging me. Oh, your name's <laughs> Maria or Mabel? Mabel. So that was my mom, actually, that one time that responded. Oh, okay. Responded to you once. I've been messaging you on my personal, and I've been responding as well on the affiliate page. Okay, so this phone number here, this 912 number, is that his? The one that I sent you, it is. Okay, I'm going to screenshot this uh, DM, and I'm going to send it over to Sousa. And I'm going to have Sousa set up a, a three-way thread with uh, your dad, Justin, and I and see if we can schedule him for a podcast. This is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I figured I'd have to call in to get your attention. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you because shit just gets lost so easy. And and then so does he know – is he going to think it's weird when Sousa uh, texts him in a three-way with me and is like, hey, can we schedule you for a podcast? No, he's totally about it. But he doesn't. he doesn't want to be the person to reach out. Yeah, perfect. So, I appreciate that. I, I respect that. We like him even more now. Right, he's that. a cool. All are gonna love him. Yeah. What's the um? What's the, tell me? What are some of the? Uh, oh, he looks like a Paul Mitchell uh, model, doesn't he? Like, like that haircut is like you walk in a supercut and there's a giant poster of it on the wall. Doesn't that look like? <laughs> like, doesn't that look like he? Right. The, yeah. Don't you, can you see it? Definitely. And I and I'd be like, oh yeah, can I get my haircut like that? Uh, would you like the same product in your hair? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> He takes pride in the salt and pepper. Yeah, it's it's nice. How old is your dad? He just turned 41 this week. How old are you? 21. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And, and he's still with your mom? 
He is. They had me in high school. Wow. Oh, that's going to be wow. a good story. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Hunter doesn't even have pubic hair as, as long as your dad's relationship with your mom. I and I walked into the room and just heard this big gasping. Wow, dude! This guy's been, this guy's been, this guy's a twenty year old kid and he's still married to his wife and he's only forty one. Brad, dude, I life think goals. He is just completely wrecking, um, wrecking the design of probably relationships. As soon as you're, there's got to be some kind of study once your capacity of social circle reaches a certain bubble size that that's when the depth of relationship starts to really fall apart because you only have so much capacity to share yourself with people. And then eventually you reach the, the ceiling of it and the depth of relationships around you start to fall apart. So you're saying that once you have, let's say if you have five friends, Oh, it's like direct reports in business. Once you have more than six direct reports, the business starts to suffer. Yeah. I guess you read me goose. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds great. I have, to, I have to go anyway. Is Mabel still on the phone? I am. I she can gone. hang up though. No, no. I was just, she I was just reminding, reminding our host that we still have a caller here. See how subtle he is? He's not like, hey, jackass, there's someone on the call. He's just like, oh, Mabel. Well, thank you, Mabel, for calling. I appreciate it. Nice meeting you, Mabel. I want to hang out with your dad. <laughs> My grandmother's yeah. name was Mabel. That's the first time I've ever met another Mabel. What do you think the oldest name in the book is? Like, what's the name? Like, have you met like an old lady and you're like, that's the oldest name there is? Did I ever send you a CEO shirt, Hunter? No, it's because you're a cheap shit. No, I need to. <laughs> Even if I am a cheap shit. You cheap shit. I'll put it in note. I have to go. You got to go I do sent, kid I stuff? S- yeah, I sent Andrew a link to see if he would come on. But he did. Oh, he, yeah. he, he Every did time me. I try to reach out to Hiller... He doesn't respond to anything, and then he tells me he's got like all of these like layers of blocks on his phone so that no one can get a hold of him, so he can stay super focused all day. That is true. He has on like do not disturb mode a hundred percent of the time. What is he doing all day? Uh, finding people shit to troll and fuck them up. Going, going, and boiling noble shoes and then cooking them on a grill. Yes, yes. <laughs> like this. This is the this is like honestly this is the top of what CrossFitters are at. That's the peak human performance CrossFitter taking TRT and blogging about boiling shoes. Oh, could he enter your comp? Oh, there he is. Oh shit! Look at look at. Oh, it's we been a while. Him, we spoke too loud. Look at we talked that shit and there he is. Look at that hillbilly. Hello, we were just talking shit about you. Oh, there he is. Got him. His connections ass. Yeah. No, can't. Yeah. Hey, could. Can Hunter can Hunter enter your um, uh, battle bunker juice to the gills? <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna drug test. Probably at the highest level we'll drug test, but you could just crush the open and everything. I'm not gonna send everybody a peek up. Fair. Hiller, I can't hear you. It's such a good conversation, Hiller. Hiller, we can't hear you. It, it doesn't say you're muted, but for some reason your mic's all jacked up. I don't think Hiller actually has one of those fancy jeeps. I think he just uses that as a virtual background. And he actually drives a Chevy Vault because he's a pussy. <laughs> That's wrong with the Chevy Vault. Now you're muted, Hillary. Now you're muted. Now you're muted. <laughs> uh, let me see. Can I unmute you? I bet you, drive, I bet you drive a Prius. 
I actually drove a Prius and I hit a I hit a deer that was the size of a cat and it totaled the car. That's how pathetic those things are. I have to go. Oh, I like it how you have light now. Okay, so what story was I telling? Was it some, I forget the story I was telling. It about, was about oh. you not doing podcasts, but now we're doing one every day. Yeah, so I wasn't going to do the show, and then and then I got up here, and I just can't not do it. I just have to do it. Like I just I it feels. I feel like I'm. Yeah, yeah you sound great. Yes. You said you have a really deep voice, like you're uh, an enhanced human. Uh, I am an enhanced human. <laughs> you have a, well, we you have a filter on, dude. Your voice sounds like mahogany now. Is that part of the TRT? And, and that's uh, <laughs> what I've been told, at least. Dude, like, you have like a chestnut rattled voice now. I like, this is Andrew Hill. You know what it is? I did 100 burpees this morning, and I think it's still sitting in there. In on the the cold, top of a bottle cold. of TRT? Sure. So it's just seeping through your pores? <laughs> Hiller, we lost your camera, and yeah, your looks a- are kind of your best part. What would you say the biggest perks of doing this stuff is? Like, what's your what's your sex life like? Do you sleep better? Is it longer, girthier? Uh, uh, yes, it's lo- well. I last longer, which is nice. <laughs> wow. Hey, there's some honesty. Wow. Yeah, not that not that it wasn't anything crazy short before, but it's totally longer, and it's and it's like wow, this. It's is like a five minute AMRAP to a seven minute AMRAP. It, it was like <laughs> it, it depends on how long we would go between bouts. So if we, if we, we can we, barely hear you, Hiller. What's what happened? That's part of the story. You got to lean in. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Tell us yes. how you drink sex life. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I'm driving. I'm out of my element. There's a whole lot of. It's the semen on. clogging his mic port on his cell phone. <laughs> All right, I'm back. If, yes. If if it had been a little while, like together, I would be assured in like two minutes, and I'd be like, "Oh fuck, let's go again." That doesn't happen. All that wait, long. wait. You would say that? Let's go again. Every, yes. It's like you look forward. I would to say, so "Is long. there milk in the fridge?" No. No. <laughs> I'm out of peanut butter and jelly. Am, am I unique in that? Where it's like you can just keep on going. I'm sure Hunter, you can do that, right? And Souza, like that's not abnormal, is it? I got other shit to do. Like get on, get on a podcast with my boys and talk about other people's dicks. Shut up, babe. I'm done making love to you. I got to talk to the boys. But that does, and all honestly, that does concern me. If you can go longer, because it makes me think maybe you got it got desensitized. Uh, no, it's great the whole time. It just, dude, did your nuts go from this to this? What are we talking about? They're small. Yeah, yeah. Well, coin purse. Your nuts used to be so big. I used to love them, and now they're not. You got that little coin purse you're walking around town with. From quarters to dimes. You got a couple pennies dingling. They they, they make another substance called HCG, which is supposed to increase the size of your nutsack again, and also it's supposed to increase the amount of testosterone they produce in unison with the testosterone you're taking. But it's one of those where there's also a side effect to everything you take. This is what I needed at 7 a.m. I was like, Hunter, how are we going to start this day off right? <laughs> Testicle that? sack cream. <laughs> Testicle sack cream that will <laughs> enlarge the volume of your already voluminous sack. That, that's injection number two. Let's just be honest here. How many of you guys are banging the bar with your dingus every time you do snatches and cleans? Never. Ooh. Is that is that poor form or am I just am I just hung like a horse? Maybe it's where your penis is mounted. Maybe it's mounted like too high up or something. Yeah, you got it. You're telling me that the, the you're clock. telling me that the outlets is off. Yeah, yeah. That's it. A little, a little <laughs> talk a real. I got to talk to God about this. I'm like, you built my cocks. 
It Cock needs to be mounted closer to your anus and, and further from your belly button. Under Granite Games 2018, <clears throat> you and I warmed up with one another on a snatch bar. Did we rip it? You were banging the bar off your dingus. Dang right, You remember dude. that? You remember I, that, Hiller? Fuck yeah, I remember everything. That's never, awesome, dude. Ne- I never said that I was good, but dude, you got to understand that extra lift comes off the tip. You got to understand, dude. Imagine, imagine remembering warming up with you and being like, Wow, that dude really fucking pulls the bar hard against his cock and balls. <laughs> From four years ago, Hiller is a steel trap, that brain. He's an elephant. Dude, yeah, the other dude. Thing my- I remember was you were running events with your team. You would like run way the fuck ahead of everybody and then like say, say hey to the winner or the leader of the event. You'd run yeah. back to your team and say, come on, guys. And then you'd run back to the front. <laughs> I, I was just there to fuck with him. I was like, I'm going to get him to break mentally. Back and forth. I was there. I was gonna get him to break mentally. Yeah, it was. That was actually a really fun competition. Yeah, dude. When I when I used to snatch, my penis looked like a leper. It was like uh, it just had spots all over it from just impact, Bruised? heavy impact. Bruised? Oh yeah, it was oh, awful, wow. dude. Just blood blisters up and down the whole thing. But it's like Wolverine. One time I was playing paintball and I got shot in the tip of my penis. I blacked out and I woke up crying, <laughs> and I. I take it out and it looked like it got hit with a hammer. It was all red and all different, red and purple and dark. Two hours later, absolutely normal. Hey, the penis is remarkable in its healing capabilities, and I also appreciate the way you said you took it out. Hundred percent, dude. I had to unravel it. I had to like dig, dig down into my treasure test and take it out, like it was like a like a rare saber. What's it like that sex when it's all beat up like that? You just you don't. You don't you stop, don't. dude. I'm I'm a trooper. I'm a trooper. Are you kidding me, dude? This is Hiller, a day-to-day it, action. Is Alexis complaining that it got too big? <laughs> well, it gets bigger. It's not like crazy bigger. I think there's more blood in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's so it's noticeably bigger, but it's nothing insane. It lasts longer, and it's all good stuff. But yes, no, the you actually, uh, a little. Yeah. If you guys, wow, if, wow. if you guys like, are you bottoming out? Are you hitting the cer- Sorry, sorry, uh, I got questions, Hunter. Sorry, are you hitting like the cervix or whatever that thing is in there? Yeah, what's back there? <laughs> God, we're no man's God before. I'll just say yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, dude. Yeah, they don't like got- that. They don't like that part. If you guys no. want to get really into it, just take a bunch of citrulline before you have it. It's a big blood flow. Boom. It's like cheap Viagra. You don't have I to don't, get a prescription. Too pissed off. She she won't be upset with me saying this. It just depends on kind of the spot she's in. There's certain yeah. It's like you can't go there because it hits something back like there. Like downward and dog, upward cat. Be the cervix, yeah. And I'm like, those are the best spots to be in. Like, what do you mean we can't go there anymore? <laughs> I uh, so, so what, hap- what happens? Do like that? Okay, my bad, my bad. Well, so what happens when you get off this like stuff? Life. What what's going to happen to you? Have you have we talked through that at all? Like what happens when you no longer are Batman and you're it's just like Bruce Wayne? What, what happens when you get off the sauce and you're just a normal ass dude? I was just talking with somebody. I was just talking with somebody who's going through that, and it's probably the toughest on your mental aspect of life because I mean, testosterone is what drives you. It makes you want to work out. It makes you want to do things in general, and you'll also be shrinking, which is going to crush the way that you you view yourself you've been growing and doing great for so long and now it's all going away so are you a lifer now coming off of it (laughs) you're a lifer that's part of it at least in my eyes right now unless i have to blood work you could just like move down to costa rica and like pick papayas and stuff and try to find jesus 
Did we lose our connection? No, I'm private well, chatting. Yeah, I, 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 I think the thing I've always heard Stefan say he doesn't want to get out of it. He doesn't want to be. What happened? No, no, go ahead. I don't want to get on it because what, I don't want to have to just what do it every single I don't want to have to do anything every single day. That's it. That's oh, all good, dude. And all like, what happens if it just goes away? Then. Oh, like I mean, if they make it illegal? That, like if they make TRT illegal and you're on it? Right. Or what happens if the world shuts down and there's no supply chain of it and you can't get a hold of it? Just chop timber in the woods That's and become a man. Uh, uh, Hunter, right. did you know Started that... Um, I, I want to switch subjects here for, real quick. Did you know that the lobotomy was uh, a, a surgical procedure for like mental ailments? Like, for, like if you were insane? <sighs> yeah, I liked it. And then you know that they outlawed that shit, right? You can't you can't uh, cut open the front of someone's skull and take a butter knife and mash the front of it. That's basically what they did. Yeah, but dude, it's a trial and error game. You got to figure that shit out. And so, so since then, I don't think there have been any other uh, procedures, uh, uh, surgical procedures for psychiatric issues. It's either like you, now they switch to giving you pills, right? Yeah, but you know what they're starting to really figure out is mushrooms are changing the psychological, um, you know, the psychological response to all these people. Hey, that's another thing. I think those people who take that route are making a mistake if they don't try some other shit first. You mean like taking pills? No, like even mushrooms. Like, like you're going to take ayahuasca to fix some sort of problem. When uh, have you ever been on a camping trip for five days by yourself? Yeah, I know, but you know people don't want to do that shit. They don't want to actually ever solve the issue. They just want to they want to live with the issue and then put band-aids on top. I I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Like, like see, how is it that you're taking mushrooms, but you've never spent 24 hours alone? That's what like, that backpacking trip was, though. I told you that. Yeah, man. yeah, always, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, thing. yeah, I'm not critiquing you. I'm just giving people a... Um, yeah, like like Sarah Cox says, just don't go off of it. Yeah, totally. Just don't go off of it. I agree. I have to get. You have to get a house being driven on the road. Yeah, yeah, those are awesome. All right. Well, there's one behind me. Freak me out. <laughs> Hiller's very sheltered. <laughs> Hiller, do you live inside of your? Do you live in your garage all day long? And this is the first time you've seen society in a while. Yeah, man. This is weird. I'm in Texas. Why are you in Texas? Oh shit! You're going to your meeting. I'm I'm leaving the meeting. Oh shit! I can't wait to talk to you. What are you <laughs> doing? So what are you cool, doing? Dude. What are you it doing in cool? Texas? It was cool. It was awesome. It was super cool. I, oh, I told God. Travis I was going to see Rogan and he didn't believe me. Oh, that is so awesome. <laughs> you can tell. So look at awesome. Hillary wants to talk about. It. He's got a smile and won't I, leave his I, face. I look at it. I'm not. I'm not talking about it. Hunter, yeah, yeah, I'll know, tell you know, off the air. Thank we'll you. tell you off the air. I'm sure I, everyone's going to find out sooner or later. I pieced it together. Right. I'm like a fucking detective. Said, oh, you, oh, freaking Sousa. <laughs> I, have no, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. but Let's just say CrossFit doesn't want to hire me, and they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so did you just, did you, you just went down there to go apply with them? No, no. Not, not CrossFit. No. Oh, but, that is so fucking good. Okay, I have to go. Uh, yeah, Susan, yeah, yeah. can you can you host these guys? Whatever I'm, you want to do. I'm out, dude. I'll just, I just want to come and say hi to you guys. I'm going to go train anyways. Okay, you're a good dude. I All love right, you. Awesome. All right, I'm going to call you later, guys. See ya. Hey, thanks for getting up so early. Okay, bye. Bye. Nice to see you, Hunter. Bye. Bye. Man. Up, guys?
Are we still alive? Hey, I, still I have to go. I want to go. I, I have to go. I need to go. I should go. I'm going to go get ready. Um, uh, by the way, this is the first time I've ever done a show without pants on. I have long johns. <laughs> That's good. That's good can flexibility. You, can you stand up? Thank you. I'm very, I'm very flexible. And, uh, uh, and uh, look, Hunter just texted me. Uh, call me. <laughs> did, you, did you see the pictures i sent you from earlier today i did see those that shirt's cool where's that shirt from it's from a place called sisu it's a gym i dropped in this morning the, the oh. owner of the gym which i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure whether or not it's an affiliate but I, I think it may be he has a quote of yours on his whiteboard i sent you that too he heard you say it and it's on the top That's left cool. corner of his whiteboard i thought that was cool yeah i know that that guy uh, i don't want to say his Alan name because Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Alan's awesome. I don't yeah, yeah, I love him. Name as I'm saying it. No, not that guy's name, but in the picture you said there's a picture of another guy's name that I don't want to say because I don't want to give away what you were doing. But his name is in that picture on the board. Roger. Roger that. But yeah, yeah Alan's cool. super cool. The gym was cool, and it was cool that there was a quote of yours just sitting up there. I go, holy hell, he's gotta see this. It's, it, what, do you remember what it was off the top of your head? Because I do. I I, I just paraphrase. Uh, anything you don't want. It, it, saying you don't want to get fit or get too big bulky by working out is like saying you don't want to get rich from having worked a job. I don't remember saying that, but it sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good quote. Oh, and we lost them. Okay, Hiller, I'm going to call you later. Uh, I gotta, I'm got. i going to get my kids dressed and head over to the... Uh, ski slopes here i'm headed over to boreal and then um i'll start calling you guys you guys thank you so much for uh dealing with all of this uh, chaos as we're on the road thanks everyone to souza and hunter mcintyre for getting up early hiller thanks for calling on the last minute uh patrick anderson you are a gem of a man of course bruce wayne you're the best uh christine young heidi trish all you guys Eric, bye. You have a great day too, Eric. Uh, AJOM13, thank you, Savon. You're very welcome for anything I did. Thanks, Steve. Jessica, see you guys tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, we don't know what time yet, but uh, it'll be scheduled and up soon. All right. Bye. Bye.